0: empty no thoughts except cool spicy ranch dorito flashbacks or whatever the hell
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. no it's it's spicy doritos you eat a spicy dorito and you're like oh, i need a cool ranch dorito to cool down
0: waiting for a break in the rain waiting for the moment to change your lane i came home
1: ourselves long enough we should probably
2: get into it we should
1: talk about this book yeah we've spent 30 minutes just talking about absolutely nothing
0: it's only been six minutes so far
1: it's been a full three hours
0: (laughs) no emotionally it's it's been been six minutes
2: i've aged like 10 years in the span of the past three hours anyway we gotta we gotta talk about this book folks we We sure
1: do this one's can we not it's too much We're going to talk about it.
2: It's going to happen. Professor Leody has been expecting us to to, to talk about the book, so we got to... Folks, we gotta talk about the book. Hey, it's your girl, Parker. I was gonna have a fun fact, but I got distracted by the classic exchange where a friend of mine texted me saying, hey, do I know this person who's randomly friended me on social media? And I was like, oh, you absolutely do. It's just that they've changed their name and pronouns in entire wardrobe since last you saw them. I use she, her pronouns.
0: Hi, my name's Cassandra Kelly. I use she, her pronouns. I'm back for foot surgery. I'm back from surgery. And raring to commit identity theft in a chat server.
2: I... It starts with when you're a child and you, like, just snag a piece of candy off a store shelf when nobody's looking, and you think that it stops there, and you think that you've done all your crime, but no. But no, you're, you're, the, the crimes keep escalating, and just so one day you find yourself committing an identity theft on a chat server
0: yeah i'm in a chat server for a book series and it's become like a meme for us to steal each other's identities
2: how does it feel to be doing crime? how does that on the start internet? i love doing how does it crimes. feel to be a how does it feel to do be you a really want to know
0: how it started
2: how does it feel to be a striminal huh <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's it? striminals? <gasps> streaming criminals or striminals.
2: <laughs> striminals, yeah. It's, a, it's a, a term invented by horrible industry people to describe people who, like, do, like, share your streaming accounts.
1: <laughs> That's stupid. You gave it that functionality. You're just, you you're, just like, you're just like, you're just like, oh, we're not making as much money as we could.
0: Anyway, who are you?
2: Moi? Yeah, you. You're the only one who hasn't introduced... This happens every time. <laughs> Cassandra and I introduce ourselves, and there's no big deal. It's fine. It's normal. And then you come in, and We're you, We're not like... the
0: fae. We're not gonna steal your name. You're Probably. like Pussyfoot
2: around it for, like, half an hour. We have to extract your name from you with pliers.
1: Hi, my name is Pussyfoot Rin, and um, my pronouns are she, her. And <laughs> my fun fact of the week is... I'm going through the process of legally changing my name from Airso. My name is now Pussyfoot, and oh my God, you stop. will okay. call me Pussyfoot.
0: No. <laughs> okay.
2: okay, Pussyfoot. It's a I word. It's a word that people identity. use. It's part of the English
0: lexicon.
1: I'm actually changing my, I'm changing my last name as well. So my stop. my full no. name is going to be my full name is going to be Pussyfoot Pussywillow, which I'm very excited <laughs> about.
2: Today we're talking about Animorphs Volume Thirty Three. The illusion—it's got Tobias. He's morphing into his uncle on the cover. Actually, it's Axe morphing into Tobias. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, it's not. No, that's what I thought at first. That's what I thought was going on—is that Axe was morphing into Tobias? But you know, you know that it's not the case because there's a bowl cut ghost in the background. There's a there's a there's a fed tub of every bad haircut. He's just looming in the background like some sort of some sort of pasty apparition. <laughs>
0: Do, 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 do. cut hair for me angel ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> which one of these which one of these horrible monstrosities are you today um i feel like the one smack dab in the
2: middle because i just got out of bed and i'm exhausted so i got all kinds of libs and i don't know how to use any of them yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just like the position that the mouth is in for that one it's like oh. it's like rah rah
0: I think I'm the the second most andalite e one, so not like Final Form Andalite. I don't know why, I just vibe with it.
2: Okay, cool. All right, I guess I'm going to do a synopsis. Tobias is at a school dance with Rachel when he is partially recognized by an old English teacher and also attempts to be corralled by Chapman. He manages to escape and get back into his normal hawk body but there is some tension going on in his relationship with rachel where she clearly wants him to just be a human and be done with it the animorphs meet up with Eric and get some of that sweet cheat intel the anti-morphing ray
1: sweet cheese
0: sweet cheeks
1: sweet chintel
2: i think jake comes up with the idea that they should have one of the Animorphs get intentionally captured such that the Yerkes will lead them to the Anti-Morphing Ray. There's some sort of back and forth about who it should be, and then Tobias is like, well, obviously, clearly it has to be me because if I'm in Hawk form and they hit me with the Anti-Morphing Ray, I'm not going to change And they're just going to think that the anti-morphic ray is broken, so we won't give them any valuable intel about who we are, and also we'll confuse them and make them think that their technology is busted, and then everybody else can go in and, I don't know, save me from being captured or something. The Animorphs decide to put this plane into action, they infiltrate a, or well actually most of them infiltrate, Jake is actually supposed to be there, there's a big sort of like grand opening of a sharing community center, there's a bunch of people there, Tom gets an award, they put the plane into motion, Tobias gets captured by the Irks, and then the rest of the book is being tortured uh eventually he gets saved by his friends that's it it's amazing how much of this book is just tobias
1: getting tortured i I,
2: I wanted to make my synopsis tobias gets tortured and then that's it but i figured that professor leone would want a little bit more about what actually happened but, m- like, most of this book is just Tobias getting tortured, and it's not fun to read.
0: No,
1: it sure wasn't.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of glad I ran out of time to reread it.
2: That's a war story for you. Sometimes you just read accounts of somebody being tortured.
1: Yeah, pretty intense. Let's get into it. How do we, um... What can, what can, what can we say about this book? <laughs> I, I actually have a lot of things to say.
2: Yeah, please please lead the discussion because I have literally no notes about this because I was just sad about Tobias being tortured. Yeah,
1: I love Tobias so much and reading this book sent me for some reason. I mean, we've been reading all of them, but this one really hit me with the nostalgia the most. I think because
0: nostalgia?
1: Yeah, because about I About
0: Tobias being tortured. No,
1: because it gets into the deep things about Tobias's character that I always really liked and mm. it exposes things that sort of have been alluded to before, but Like, I was just sort of like, oh, do I like Tobias? Because it's like, I don't know, he's just like a queer analogy. And he's kind of like the character that everyone sort of latches onto. And then this book made me realize that like, oh, wait. (laughs) Like, I remember really in depth at this point, like, things I liked about Tobias. And part of that is just because we're getting really late in the series. So, yeah, I was on a walk through the woods after reading this book because I, like, needed to decompress after, like, reading about how intense this was. And it was a great walk. And um, I just... I don't know. I think that I want to communicate how impactful the book series has been on me, and and I think Tobias is always a big part of that for pretty much everyone who reads these books.
2: So you were a Tobias kid. This is my tangent here.
1: I was a Tobias kid, and I was also kind of an Axe kid. But as I have grown up, I have <laughs> had a a, a a serious appreciation for Axemilius Garthas and still.
2: And then Cass, who who was who was the the one that you were, like, oh yeah, this is the one. Who is the one for me? who Marco? I love think, to think. I think about. it was.
0: Ma- I think it was Marco. As you can probably tell from everything about my personality, I think it was Marco.
2: I like. I was really only peripherally sort of like aware of this whole thing, but I was more aware of the media around it, not just you know the journals themselves, mm-hmm. but like the 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 television show that they made, the like biopic, the biodrama, or whatever. Um. So like, I guess I was like a Rachel and a Tobias kid, mm. a little bit of both of those things. I did not know that they were, like, an item until I until this class. I like I
1: that know it's know not that super an obvious, item. and it, it takes a while to get to that point.
0: Sorry, I got distracted by identity theft.
1: What were you saying? <laughs> Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> no, I want to know.
2: Given that, or, like, on that on that topic, we could, if you wanted to, like, we could get into the, the nitty-gritty and the, the torture and the bad things, but we could also spend a little bit of time on Chapter 1 and Chapter 2,
1: yeah, let's talk about it. That's like cuter and there's a lot to break down.
2: <laughs> I this is the most I've ever resonated with Tobias while reading a book because Tobias has no idea what to do with himself during a school dance. He's
1: and I'm a like, hawk. Oh they're asking a hawk to dance at a school dance.
0: Plenty of animals have a sense of rhythm.
1: Most animals do, I think, in some capacity
2: or another.
0: Yeah.
1: Have you ever met a hawk?
0: Like, yeah, I think so. I, I yeah I had like a, a birthday party that was, you know, that we had like someone come in from the local wildlife rescue place and be like, Hey everyone, hold this bird.
2: Tobias's sort of reaction to this whole situation that he's in where he's got like this this goyle who he, he rather likes and and there's an awkward social situation and he's wearing clothes and stuff. Like his sort of physiological reaction to this, chapter one, first page, my human body was sweating. I'm like, yeah, buddy, I understand. <laughs> Marco is acting like a maniac in this first bit.
0: He's a maniac,
2: maniac. It's wild. He, he's, he's like, let's kick it, boys and girls, which I've only ever heard that as kick it, Barack, but I think, <laughs> was, I think that's a little bit after this, this period of time. <laughs> um, so I think it's
0: the same period of time.
1: I love that
2: comic. Uh, anyways. You need to cut loose, my friends, Marco continued in a meaningful tone. It's all about rhythm. You gotta communicate with the rhythm. Step inside the beat. Look, Marco, go work your magic somewhere else. Rachel snapped. Okay, That's which proves right. what I've always known. Neither of you is any fun and together even less. I'll just have to find my own party. Later! I love that I'm line. really
0: relating to Marco. This is me trying to get my friends to go out dancing, you know, pre-dripping and then being like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to dance and mean being like just just bop in time to the rhythm and them being like, "What's a rhythm?" I, think,
2: I feel like if we had like known each other prior to uh, prior to class and prior to the trip in Cassandra, we would have had this exact exchange. Yeah, the kind of pressure that Rachel's putting Tobias to oh, bias. Oh man, did you guys this... read the
0: starfish book while I was gone?
1: Oh yeah, yeah we we read did. the starfish we read. book while you were gone. It was wild. Oof. I I missed your input. I think I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. The kind of pressure that Rachel is putting on Tobias feels familiar to me, although not in a fun way. She just wants to be a normal teen. She's sort of putting that on Tobias in a way that is uncomfortable, both for him and for us.
1: I had a relationship in high school that I was, like, really into, but then every time, like, my partner wanted to do something that was, like, (sighs) something I was uncomfortable with, I just had a really hard time getting out of my shell, and, like, I don't know why that was so hard for me. Some things I was really... It was really easy for me to do, but then, like, other things for whatever reason. And I think people are just like this sometimes. I don't even think... It it wasn't, like, being at a dance or anything. Like, I was fine with that. But, like, I don't know. I, I also relate to that because sometimes... It feels hard when there's, like, that kind of mismatch in a relationship, especially a really young relationship, where you're both, like, you both have needs, but it's very much, like, out of your control in order to be able to communicate that sort of thing. So I I feel like Tobias is kind of going through that at the moment, because he has needs, and he doesn't know where they're coming from, really, and he doesn't know what they mean.
0: It reminds me a lot of, like, Clash you see a lot of times, where, like, two queer people are dating, and one's closeted, and one isn't reminds me a lot of the dynamic of one person being like, you should be out and proud with me, and the other person being like, but I can't do that because I've got stuff going on.
2: Yeah, Rachel wants to just be a person. Rachel wants to keep her anamorph side and her human side and her sort of like normal, her normal life separate, and that's just straight up not an option for Tobias, and I think it's a little, I don't know. I guess it makes sense in the moment considering how young they are, but At the same time, I'm also, like, I don't know how Rachel can't see that.
1: I think she knows that. I think she's just trying to, I think she's probably in in a certain degree of denial about that sort of thing. Because if, when I was a, when I was, like, a young girl, like, I mean, I just wanted to, like, I mean, I was very aspir, (laughs) I mean, kind of. I was just aspirational and, like, doing my own thing, and I had responsibilities, but, like, when the time came and I, like, got the opportunity to, like, be myself and have a cute relationship with someone else, I I don't know. I really wanted that. So, like, the fact that Rachel, you know, has all these guys who are, like, fawning over her and who, I might add, like, she's not interested in them because she's with Tobias. But, like, I think, I mean, she mentions, like in her narration that she's like oh well he's like cute and stuff and like maybe if situations were different and then you know they always suck anyways because they're just like persistent and that's really frustrating mm-hmm. for her but i relate or to or they that just like situation. cut her
2: bodily in half you know
1: yeah exactly <laughs> which is really
2: a damper on the whole the whole flirtation process
0: <laughs> i i mean i also i think that like rachel probably thinks that she's being reasonable because she just has very different priorities from tobias where she's like you know compartmentalizing these things mm, is mm-hmm. the good way to handle it and mm, trying to mm-hmm. have like a normal life and an animorph's life is the good thing to handle it meanwhile tobias is over there like okay good for you but i can't do that sometimes
1: yeah. the extent of a relationship has to be hey it's my birthday i'm gonna blow out this candle with my wing <laughs> oh
2: so sad anyway i hope that this is something that sort of like sticks with rachel and that they sort of that this conversation develops more and isn't just stuck in this one place. They're in an interesting situation. It's not exactly a comfortable situation, but I think that if they can sort of move past like, oh, but I want to be
0: a normal girl, it's
2: like, I'm a hawk. Like, I hope that they can kind of progress past that point and that that can, I don't know, we'll find out.
0: To be fair, I sometimes get the vibe that Tobias also wants to be a normal girl. Trans Tobias agenda.
1: I'm I'm experiencing an emotion right now. (laughs)
0: Okay, good for you. Many people experience emotions frequently. Care to clarify?
1: no
2: <laughs> tobias sort of like escapes a little bit because he's trying to demorph uh, i'm just I'm just trying to demorph here
0: Hey, I'm demorphing here <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh he manages to get outside he finds jake Jake is just like. Look it up at the stars like that one kid who's at the school dance always does where he's outside and the guy is like he either offers you cigarettes or he's like do you ever think about cellular respiration <laughs> and you're like what and the guy's like yeah the way that we all derive energy from our environment do you ever think about life and stuff and the guy's like, and you're like oh what?
0: sir why do you smell like a weird skunk uh
2: i mean of course i mean they're in middle school jake sort of reaffirms Tobias' role in the group, and also sort of like doubles down on, or like gives an outside perspective that confirms Tobias' worldview of like, hey, this is my life.
1: Welcome to my life.
2: I think it's healthy for him to have that from an outside perspective, because I don't know, when I was in middle school, I was not sure of myself. Having external validation at that time probably would have been really good for me, and like getting it from your friends who are like, oh yeah, you, you have an important job. You're our eyes and our ears and our air force. If you've lost, we'd be if we lost you, we'd be nothing. Like given given the pressure he's receiving from Rachel, it's good also that he has Jake to be like, hey, we really value you as a person. And like, granted, Jake has a history of being like, we only value you for your role in the team.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. On the other hand, Jake is so traumatized by having to be the leader and make all these intense decisions that like, it just he's so. It's like the same thing that happens to like children who are parent- parentified. You know, he he feels like a sort of adult responsibility for his friends in this situation. Mm-hmm. Which, it, I mean, it might be very misplaced, but <laughs> I feel like that's that seems to be the way that he is interpreting this situation.
0: Every time you talk about parentification, my brain just thinks it's about desertification for a second. <sighs> uh,
1: what is... Wait, does desertification, is that what you said? Desertifi- desertification, desertification is the process of I've only seen ecological now.
2: change that turns other biomes oh. into deserts. Yes, yes that
0: i don't remember because i didn't because you didn't read the book recently i read it many years ago because you didn't you didn't
2: read it you didn't do the work i read
0: it many years ago hey i'm recovering from foot surgery
2: okay okay you get I i don't know how long that pass is gonna last but long enough i'm gonna keep
0: using it people have been doing so much stuff for me because i'm in a wheelchair right now it's like a little bit annoying but i also do appreciate it. and then i'm also like where was this energy when i was just like generically disabled. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I was gonna say something. Oh, does anyone suggest that Axe could do it? Because if he got demorphed, he would just be an Andalite?
1: Yeah, that's what they come up with at first.
0: Oh, but then then they won't think it's broken. Gotcha, right, yeah, because it'll be like, oh, it worked, he's an Andalite.
1: And I, I kept wanting to be like, in, this, in the scene where it actually like, they try it and it doesn't work, and the scientists are like, no, wait, 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 it like literally should work, like the mathematics are like correct and everything.
2: And then Viscera 3's like, feed him to the pigs anyway! Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised that Viscer 3 didn't, like, morph into something, get in the cube, because it obviously didn't kill Tobias. So, like, it's non-lethal. <sighs> I'm surprised that Viscer 3 wasn't, like, I mean, I know he has his pride and everything, and he doesn't want to, like, I mean, he wants to have power over these, like, underlings and everything, but, like... Viscer
2: 3 doesn't want to be made uncomfortable
1: for the cause. Yeah, True.
0: He has to get his head in the game, man. Visser
2: 3 will absolutely, like, feed you a bunch of tax odds, but if he has to, like, lift a finger himself, he's gonna be like, nah, that's not his leadership style. Quote like, unquote. I
1: don't want to say this, but I do want to say this. I mean, like, we stand a queen like that, right? Like,
2: <laughs> Visser 3's leadership style is awful, but that's not important in Yerkish leadership structure, as I learned. In the hort Chronicles, it's more about just how ruthless you are. They yes. don't have to they don't have to be good leaders.
0: Oh, I would be a great leader then, because my girlfriend Ruth broke up with me recently, so I'm very ruthless.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> JK,
0: I'm my super god. single.
2: Uh, Tobias and Axe have a cool bonding moment in chapter 6 when Tobias morphs his uncle. My favorite sentence in this book is, Muscles!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Does Tobias say muscles? Muscles uh,
2: with, a, with an exclamation point is he point.
0: having a nice dish of paella uh, i yeah,
2: that was funny that was good i like thank that
0: thank you i like paella
1: my favorite part in this book is the cute moment where <laughs> tobias hits his tail blade into the the tree trunk so hard <laughs> and he's like i let it rip my tail hurt <laughs> hurtled toward the trunk fwap ah oh ouch axe like that's such an adorable interaction <laughs> Yes, Tobias. You have impaled the tree with the tip of your blade. That is not the desired result.
2: It's very cute. This whole chapter is very sweet. It's adorable. Sort of, Ax speak like, "Here is your cultural heritage by my nephew." And Tobias speak like, "How is how is do I tailblade?" <laughs>
0: Instructions were unclear. Got my tail blade stuck in the ceiling fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love the Adelaide Evening Bridge. From the rising of the sun to the setting, to its rising again, we replace what is hard to endure with what is sweet to remember, and find peace.
0: And that's it.
1: Hey, what percentage? What percentage your uncle is one of your friends?
0: Skylar has like ultimate gay uncle energy. I feel. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'm definitely like at least ten percent my other one's uncle.
0: You you do wear funky sweaters sometimes. You well yeah, exactly. That's that's also most of my uncle energy is like funky sweaters and also I do like to grill food when <laughs> like I have access to a grill. Oh, love to grill. I do love to grill.
1: That's cool though.
0: That's so cool, haha. Ha, you like to grill food. That's what you sounded like.
1: <laughs> you like to grill vegetables. That's really cool.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm tw- I'm twisting a a lock of my hair me too my me finger too like-
0: i was also doing that <laughs>
2: Hey, Erso, do you remember that sitcom idea that you had a while ago during the Aria book where Visser 3 and Tobias are living in the same house when oh, they have I to keep that. dodging around each other? I
1: very much do.
2: Chapter sort of seven, chapter eight immediately made me think of that because like Visser 3 just sort of shows up as like, son, I need to go to the playground. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias is like, wait, why? You're like, without an adult you, man. <laughs> without you, my <laughs> son. I will be back in a few hours. It's like, you're okay? You're just gonna are you just gonna swing on the monkey bars? It's like, it is none of your concern. <laughs>
0: But why did they put your playgrounds you. the yours in the playground? Maybe noise. they have a lot of, like, statues left by ancient Greeks, the perfect cheeks, perfect cheeks of goddesses of and gold. for this all. Let's so like a pair of
2: those stairs. Yep. Um. Ooh, another good sentence for this book is an acknowledging from clean boots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know that the Yerks are the bad guys here, you know that the Yerks are the bad guys because one of the guards says we kicked a few dogs. That's how you know that they're the bad <laughs> guys, It's because they kicked dogs. Uh, but yeah, why did they put it in the- why did they put it in the- uh, like, they've got a whole underground facility. You wouldn't Presumably expect it. It's there? very well hidden. But no, it's like right out of the open. It's a playground. Playgrounds are open sky. You need to, like, what if you just have a bunch of people going into the tunnel and not coming out? That's going to be visible.
1: Well, they have lots of entrances to the Urk Pool. So every entrance they add makes it so there's less people going into any one entrance. This is just the
2: most vulnerable entrance. Oh, uh, also, if you've got a security guard who your policy is like, okay, we're going to put you in front of these cameras, and if you look away from them for, like, six seconds, an automated sort of machine we'll kill you. attached to your head will kill you in a saw style, you should have two security guards. One person is fallible. Maybe they need to go to the bathroom. Maybe they need to, like i don't know but
1: they could distract each other or maybe maybe the other person maybe they're what me okay the reason you that person is so shut. obsessed is because there was another person but then they got killed by dracon beam.
2: oh that's awful i hate it <laughs> uh there's just one other they were lovers. uh there's just one other swivel chair just sitting there like slowly revolving with a bunch of dust on exactly. it
0: exactly they were lovers Oh, they
1: were okay. lovers oh no.
2: At least eight human controllers are watching the playground. A lot of security for a jungle gym at night. It's like it's just very.
1: Well, you wouldn't expect I mean, it's very like if you were like, okay, let's search for the hidden entrance to this evil yerk Empire. You wouldn't think to go to the playground, They're would you? Like, there's a play. There's you a playground right near my house, and I wouldn't I think know. that that's where the evil entrance to the underground. So hiding at play
2: site, I guess. Yeah. I just love the idea of a whole bunch of people in business suits crawling into one end of, like, a big <laughs> tunnel and just not coming out the other end.
1: Exactly, that's why it's so funny.
0: <laughs> Alright,
2: Tobias gets- they they do some cool stuff. Axe puts himself at risk to sort of make the deception more plausible. And then Tobias gets kidnapped by the- Taylor. Your, uh, Rachel is on him as a flea, as his sort of emotional support girlfriend. Emotional friend. support
0: flea!
1: emotional support flea um no he, she's a fly isn't she i thought she was a flea flea and fly are very close
2: oh you're no way you're right it is a fly anyway rachel gets blasted off of it with some sort of like computer duster situation that this new enemy taylor has uh we'll learn more about her in a Woo, sec. Go um, Taylor. oh my god
1: no um
0: i'm contractually obligated to stand any disabled historical figure
1: yeah, I was going to say like what are your what are your thoughts cuz I was I wanted to break this down a little bit. But she's well,
2: awful though.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. she is so awful. She's a
2: voluntary controller. She's a collaborator. <laughs> well, I
1: think I think we have to I think we have to break that down a little bit more and not necessarily just be like, "Oh, like person bad" and like that's sort of the beginning and end of it because the thing is, I think is if it,
2: we I think given that the alternative for this chunk of the book is that we talk about Tobias being tortured, I think that this is a great idea when we should talk about Tobias.
0: <laughs> yeah, to I end. don't want to talk about Tobias being tortured. I want to mention Sorry, one thing Professor about, Leo. about
1: Tobias being tortured real quick, which is that it's pretty messed up that she has direct control of his brain chemistry. She's not like torturing him for I don't know, it's a laser gun that she shoots at him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh. know. And she has like she accessed like the pain centers in his brain that's crazy what that's pretty messed up guys (laughs) let's talk about taylor i think we should talk about taylor with the same amount of like curiosity and respect for like the level of stuff that whatever she is going through because we think about viscer three a lot you know we like we i mean we talk about his emotions so like i i just think it would be doing a disservice to all of us, including Taylor, to not try to be critical about it.
0: I think that the way that she is framed also, like, as far as I can remember, because, again, I didn't read the book recently, but part of the reason that I did finally read the Animorphs journals, like, the originals a few years ago was that I was laid up in bed for a really long time after a nasty, like, flare-up of chronic illness and injury kind of thing. So I, when I was reading these, I was reading them with, like, disability very much on my mind. And very present in my thoughts. And I remember thinking even then, even though I still, you know, I, ha- I was still in high school. I hadn't taken a disability studies class yet. I hadn't really thought about disability critically. It was just on the brain. I definitely remember being really uncomfortable with how Taylor was framed by the narrative. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember, like, the ins and outs. But I remember just being like, mm, that just doesn't feel good.
1: Well, she goes and talks about, like, why she's, like, (laughs) her sort of whole motive for taking this host body in the first place, and the host body's intention and the, like, the Yerks' sort of association with that story, and—because Tobias has a pretty narrow point of view of this, actually, which is pretty frustrating. She looks so much like Rachel. I think that
2: that's really important to talk about, because whenever you've got a a historical account that's from the perspective of one person— you're gonna lose a lot of nuance when it comes to the other people that they interact with considering that their perspective on those people is so limited
1: i mean you can't blame tobias for having a negative opinion of her like she's
0: oh yeah for sure
1: committing like a war crime against him so
2: why do the urks think torture works
1: um Um, they aren't humans
0: (laughs) well but i don't think that really i would assume that if I mean, unless you're saying that torture does work for years, but I would assume it's probably kind of the same for most species. I'm just saying that
1: they don't have, like, they don't understand human physiology. It's not like, it's not like, oh, they're aliens, so aliens all do torture. It's like, they're aliens, and they don't really get that, like, hey, torture doesn't actually work.
2: <laughs> oh, the bit where she's talking about how the paid machine works is just like, oh, this is just crib straight for the Princess Bride.
0: Oh, is it really? I didn't look at that part.
2: I can make you feel anything I choose. That, in case you couldn't tell, was pain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sitting. I'd You're like to know right. what you think. No, really, be honest. Our scientists appreciate feedback.
0: Taylor's secret nerd variant to Princess Bride. Because I just, I, like I was saying, I remember being really uncomfortable with how...
1: Well, her whole Taylor sort of Taylor backstory Taylor. is she was like the popular girl in school and then... She gets in a car crash and everyone, like, hates her, according to her.
2: This is a real phenomenon that occurs.
0: People think that when you're disabled, you did something wrong or you're unlucky and they don't want to hang out with you anymore in case it rubs off on them. Speaking from experience.
2: Yeah, disfigurement in particular is, like, super socially isolating. Yeah. Her backstory, I think, starts coming out. Oh, it wasn't a car out.
0: crash. It was uh, the house caught on fire. yeah oh, the
2: house caught, caught on fire. fire. Her backstory begins chapter 20.
0: So I think, I don't know, I just, I mean, I know that she was, like, a real person and real people do things for all kinds of terrible reasons but I also just, You know like I've said I don't believe that these are perfectly historically accurate. I think they have been altered and I find it somewhat suspect that her disability is so clearly framed as the reason for her being evil because I'm not a big fan of that.
2: Oh, Not just evil but Tobias says that she's insane. Yes. Mm.
0: Yeah she's she's got Which, multiple disabilities. Oof. Come on
2: there buddy.
1: I mean, it sounds like she's just, like, extremely isolated and, like, looking for a way out of the situation.
0: And that's how the sharing got her, because they're a cult, and that's how cults always get people. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And they took her to one of their fancy Shriner hospitals, and they're like, Hey, Mm. here's a cool robot arm, and here's your face back.
1: To be fair, Tobias also thinks he's crazy, so maybe he just has a really poor view on mental health.
2: (laughs) Maybe that is the case. Maybe he's just super ableist in terms of mental health. Because
1: the line is, she's crazy, I realized. She's insane. The yerk. The girl. The line between them all confused. Hawk boy, york York girl. I said york. <laughs> hawk boy, york gork. <laughs>
0: Man car door hook
1: hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's... that's Man door hawk boy, york girl.
0: And we also get some york ableism with this insignificant injured girl. I do wonder if... Like, we know that Taylor was a real person that this stuff happened to, but I do wonder if some of this framing is not true to life you know people real people do things for all kinds of messy complicated bad representation or whatever reasons but i just hate the whole like oh you're crazy and evil because you are disabled
2: yeah i definitely think that that part of it and the part of it where she's kind of like gleefully malicious To the point of like, ah, join me in my madness and delight is very like, when you're being tortured, you can't really get a clear sort of picture mentally of your torture. Yeah, I
1: mean, Tobias is going through like one of the most intense specific traumas of his entire life, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's the best account that we have. But also like, I'm just, I question his, like his perspective on, on the whole situation Because he also has a sort of surface level comparison between her and Rachel. And I think that that's... I always felt a little insulted by that, frankly. Because it's just like, this girl is pretty. And Tobias thinks that on some level that equates this girl with Rachel. And so he's grappling with his perception of the way that like (laughs) femininity can exist under the patriarchy. And to him, it's pretty monolithic. So it's just kind of exhausting to have this one narrow perspective. And then it's like, oh, well, there are different people actually underneath all that. That's crazy. Like, yeah, Tobias. Yeah, not all pretty girls are like, I don't know, the same. And they don't have to deal with their prettiness the same way. I'm a pretty girl, and like, I don't have to, I don't know. It just, it's just, oh, it's fascinating. You don't have to
2: torture people for fun or like go on a murder spree.
0: I'm a pretty girl, and I do murder sprees for fun. <laughs> In video games. I was about to
1: say, I feel like you're... I was going
2: to say, I'm not a murderer. I just play one on the internet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, as you know, makes me just as bad and violent in real life because video games cause terrible crimes. Thanks, Mom.
2: (laughs) So we get a little bit of flashbacks. We get some flashbacks as Tobias is dissociated because he's being tortured. Um, We hear Lauren's name. Which you all have been occasionally dropping.
0: Now I can stop feeling bad about saying her name.
1: <laughs> Just read the Andelite Chronicles, Parker.
2: I'm, okay, I'm, I I have. Uh, I did the Horcruxier Chronicles. Give me a sec.
0: I know about the best part of the Andelite Chronicles already. So.
2: Oh, okay. So the way that the way that Tobias sort of makes it through this torture. Is he gets some, he gets like a genetic memory blast from
1: Bangor. (laughs) Yeah, I have to, we have to talk about this. How Uh, how do we feel about this? Is this real?
2: Fake. He gets a cool cool rich memory blast.
0: Uh, (laughs) That's just (gasps) called drama. Um, Have you seen that post that post that's <laughs> like I'm done calling it trauma from now on it's just a spicy memory. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Leave me hot
2: memory blast. Ah! All right, Rachel shows up shortly after Tobias has his cool rich memory blast, which is fake. Axe shows up. Basically they all show up to to break Tobias. Marco out of his almost dies. Of Marco almost dies. Marco What
0: can I say? It's Tuesday.
2: Marco does some cool masculinity here, where he almost dies in an attempt to get his buddy out of. Aww, uh,
0: that's love.
1: Can we have a Can we have a, a little Marco's masculinity corner, real quick?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. sure.
2: Yeah, he goes from being the dance cloud to being the.
0: You are the don't
2: go where I can't can follow, Mr. Frodo situation. Young and sweet, Although I guess that that's not really applicable to here. Get down, a lot of good yeah, sound effects. A lot of good. Not just, like, onomatopoeias, but, like, battle cries in this one. There's... And
0: "And
2: and,
0: yeah!
2: Anyway, Taylor tries to murderize Tobias.
0: Like, tenderizing, but with more murder.
2: And then Rachel is like, no, you're not killing my boy, and then grabs Rachel. I abandoned my boy! (laughs) I don't know, Rachel almost executes more for justice and murders Taylor, and Tobias is like, nah, don't do it. Tobias' is sort of reductive sort of women I of Richard Evil John complex shows that murder Taylor. He says, Rachel, be Rachel, not her. And it's like, I am Rachel. Like, this is what I do. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, to be Rachel would be just <laughs> to kill to her. Be Rachel kill. <laughs> would be to yeet her <laughs>
2: into the Yerk pool at terminal velocity, yeah. like fun. Axe hears about Tobias' is cool rich, memory blasted Is like, no! It's all nonsense. Of course, we are irrational people.
1: He almost lets his kite fly away. Yeah, he
2: does almost let his kite fly away. Hey, can we talk about the fact that Axe got into kite building?
1: That's so
0: cute. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's such a sweet passion. <laughs> I would
2: like to see Axe's kite making channel. You get his weird and hands and frame making uh, a kite. Making Don't tempt
1: cake. me. I will start in an Axe Amelia Gareth that's still role-playing channel. You need to have
2: the extra figgies though. Also no matter. It's very sweet. Also, how would you dot-speak your narration? Anyway. How many books end with them just like chilling at the beach after a horrible drama?
1: Uh, they they deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I it's
2: like... Having a beach day. I guess they all just... I mean, they're in California. I guess they can just go to the beach like, whenever it's they yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Especially
1: feel like it's got to be at least fall by now.
0: I have no idea. They really don't keep track of time. They, You know, there were a few books ago, I was like, oh yeah, we're still in middle school. I was like, I don't think you are at this point, though. I think you must be freshman by now. Have they taken <laughs> a school break
2: at any point? Have they had spring they break really or summer vacation or anything?
0: I think they were probably like deliberately obscuring the timeline.
2: Probably, Rachel plants a smooch on Tobias. It's adorable.
1: Yeah. Oh man, kissing is great. Yay. Who am I? Who am
2: I? What am I? A bird? A boy? Something not quite human? Something more than human? The person Rachel loves. I'm
0: like, ah! Who am I? Can That's I? That's really special. It's really
2: cute and good and special. Also, you I have the most terrifying, wonderful girlfriend.
0: These men who seem to know my crimes surely come aside.
1: So we have talked about the Animorphs television show, right? There's an ad for it in the back of this oh book. No.
2: I think I might have caught I, I have like hallucinatory fever dream like quasi memories of like the television show playing in the background while I was doing other stuff while I was a child. <laughs> uh, I'm a little terrified to, to learn more about it.
1: Can I show you guys the ad? Okay. Look at it.
0: Oh wow. What is that? You're, you've read the books, now watch Animorphs on TV.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the insanity that is <laughs> these advertisements. <laughs> cool.
2: Uh, hey, wait, 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 can I see it? I don't think any of those have bowl cuts, though. Do they have bowl cuts?
1: You know what? They don't. If there's no bowl cuts, I can get behind it. Tobias sort of has a, you could call it a bowl cut. These kids are definitely at least in high school, though. Next
2: week next week we're reading Animorph's Volume thirty four, The Prophecy, which features Cassiebor figured to a Horc I don't know which specific Horc it is. I probably should know. I guess it's I not, will. It's not after... Dak. Okay, well Dak is Dak hasn't coexisted with them at all at any point during this fairness. Oh, just
1: kidding. It's not Jara. <laughs> oh okay, it's not Jara. Uh yeah, okay. I'll
2: probably find out once I read Animorph's Volume thirty four, the prophecy.
0: And also, Arisso is gonna force me at gunpoint to read the Horcrux Chronicles.
1: You literally have to. Like, I don't. There's I no. I read
0: this book before without having read them, and it was fine.
1: So I guess next. I know
0: what happens in them.
2: Oh no! I'm looking at the. Uh, my, my PDF reader shows me the bookmarks, and so I'm looking at some stuff. Uh, on the on the thing, I'm, I'm being spoiled. Uh, for the contents of Animorphs Volume 34, The Prophecy. Uh, anyway, so I guess next week we'll read volume 34, and then probably also dip into the Harkbyshire Chronicles, because apparently they're necessary for the understanding of this book.
1: It's not necessary, like, they tell you what happens in the Harkbyshire Chronicles, but for the, like, emotional experience, you should really read the Harkbyshire Chronicles, because it... Alright.
2: Any other final thoughts before we wrap this thing up?
1: No. Cool. I'm thoughtless.
0: (laughs) Head empty, no thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Tobias said when he was being tortured.
2: Mm, I don't it Must like be hot. No like
0: Head empty, no thoughts except cool spicy ranch Dorito flashbacks or whatever the hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's I it's don't. spicy Doritos. You have to you eat a spicy Dorito and you're like, ah oh, I need a cool ranch Dorito to cool down. It's like whoa. I don't
0: eat Doritos because I'm allergic to dairy.
2: I don't eat Doritos because I have taste. I don't eat Doritos Ooh, because
0: they're expensive. <laughs> they are. See, I've never even bought them. I didn't know they were expensive.
2: Until next time, stay safe, everybody. Don't get kidnapped and tortured by yerks. Wow, thanks. Helpful advice. (laughs) Okay, here's more more helpful advice. Until next time, find your thermal. Ride that thing. Stay (laughs) safe, everyone. (laughs) Bye,
0: stay safe. Bye, stay safe. The Morph Report is on Patreon. We care a lot about accessibility, and we are paying someone to transcribe all of our episodes. We have a variety of tiers to choose from. Some of our tiers have some pretty juicy rewards. For example... If you pay enough money, you can even force us to watch the TV show and potentially read the other series by K.A. Applegate and Michael Grant, Everworld. We would really love it if you would check us out and consider supporting us. Thank you. Stay safe.
2: Thanks to Noelle Miccarelli for the use of their songs Comic Book Girl, Off the EP Field Notes from Another Place, and Complicated Spoon. You can find more of their music at noellemiccarelli.bandcamp.com. The Morph Report is hosted by Marina Malucci, Scrivener Lamb, and Blythe. You could follow us on Twitter at Morph Report. If you have a question for the Podmorphs, tweet at us, or send us an email, and we'll answer it on the show. Our email is themorphreport at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe.
1: you love the Animorphs series? How about podcasts? Do you love podcasts? Well, then listen no further, dear listener, and allow me to introduce the Animorphs podcast directory. Here you'll find an ever-growing list of Animorphs-themed podcasts to sit your every and desire. Check it out. We'll see you there.